0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Drop, here with the only two twins that are celebrating freedom in America. I'm proud to be in America. Happy Fourth of July, everyone, in honor of Fourth of July. By the way, I'm here with Jason. No, I'm, I'm too depressed to talk. We'll, ta- we'll talk about why he's depressed in a second. And Michael.
1: I'm depressed for Jason. <laughs> and, of
0: course, me. Uh, who's shocked more than depressed We'll get to why in this episode Another shocking development in this o- episode We have for you As my mic falls off my mic stand We have for you the firecrackers Of the year guys
1: Fireworks that- Fireworks? It's 4th of Who July firecrackers. bro Fine. Fireworks the fireworks.
0: People that can explode Either onto the fantasy scene Or further up the fantasy ladder this season So without any further ado Let's get it so let me tell you guys why Jason's depressed. Please do. So <laughs> I am getting married in August, August 11th to be exact. Ooh, go Tim. So that means that I need to have a bachelor party. That yeah, you do. And. My brother's my best man. The other brother that's not here right now, Johnny. Whatever, man. Whatever. That's why I'm sad. <laughs> uh, you know, so Johnny one time in 2010 uh, for my 21st birthday, he brought he bought me surprise tickets to Cancun for spring break. And it was one of the wildest times I've ever had in my life. Great gift. So in, I'm telling you right now, that six-day block that I spent in Cancun, I can go to hell for some of the things that I did there. Anyway, um, so we have some we, – we so I'm like, you know what? I want the same thing this time. Not Cancun, but I want you to just be in charge and don't tell me anything. And they set up – and he set up with all my friends. I think there's like 10, 11 people coming. 12 people. 12 people. All I knew is that we were taking a trip. That's all I knew. I didn't know to where. I didn't know how many people were going. I didn't know anything. In a week and a half. <laughs> this is going down in a week and a half. And just before we started this podcast, we were talking a little bit, just goofing around a little bit. Jason drops the bomb and reveals where we're going. And now we know. Now I know exactly where I'm going. I'm such an asshole.
1: And it wasn't even on purpose. I was just talking to Michael over here. Just let it slip. But if you guys want to know, I'm going to the Home of the Saints
0: Home with New the, Orleans uh, with the po boys. New Orleans. Yeah, we're going to be doing some uh the beignets, some drinking out in public. The French Quarter? Yes, all that stuff. We'll be doing it all. So Very exciting. Uh, New Orleans, here we come. If you're out in New Orleans or Louisiana, say what up to us.
1: If you see At us At least out, Timmy doesn't know anything else. No, nah, I don't. He, doesn't know, know, he doesn't know any plans or anything of that sort. I'm guessing there's gonna know where going to be some naked people.
0: Though. Um us. We're Tim, staying maybe in a naked Airbnb. In um, we're not trying to Airbnb.
1: give you cooties <laughs> a month prior to your wedding.
0: <laughs> all right. Don't worry. I already, I already have cooties, but it's, oh, okay. it's, it's cured. Cool. All right. I got my cootie shots back in fourth grade. Circle, circle, dot, dot. I'm
1: legitimately now. too impre- uh, depressed to even do this right Are you,
0: now. Yo, Jason, guys. Jason hasn't looked at me in the eye since he's, he uh, revealed I don't, it. Don't. He still has it. Like, it I, was, I, I've said that now out loud four times, and he still has Jason
1: it, like, said, looked at me in the eye after. New Orleans. I looked at him. I looked at Timmy. Jason looked at me, just mouth dropped, looked at Timmy. Yo, he didn't even look at me. He just and, stared yep, at you the whole time. And became, Tim.
0: And became the color of his shirt. Like, your the color of your shirt is kind of, like, off red. And Tim just goes, wow. <laughs> and I just go, okay, well, now I know. <laughs> and, I, and honestly, I was completely surprised. I had no idea. But anyway, with that being said, besides the fact that Jason is a big, fat Ruiner. ruiner. Big, fat, surprise ruiner. Everyone at Jason Petrop on Twitter. Tell Jason he's a big fat <laughs> surprise <laughs> runner. Yep. And Everyone. Tim's the
1: worst secret keeper
0: of I all, too. I am. Not, I'm not a bad secret keeper. I'm a bad surprise keeper. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. I'm a good secret keeper, but I cannot keep a surprise for my life. Tim tries to give Fair hints enough. about presents he buys you, and yeah. the worst hints ever. Uh-huh. They're you really don't.
1: Me and Michael are kids once. He's like, let's play Mario Kart. We're like, we don't have Mario Kart. You don't? He gives us Mario mom, Kart a day later. Bought my mom a massage chair thing. Hey, Ma, you could use a massage. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me live. All right, guys, so we're going to start with the firecrackers right now.
0: So we got four people each. Making fireworks. A
1: nice I'm calling them firecrackers. It's fireworks because it's people who are going to explode. It's 4th of July. You shoot off potential. fireworks. You shoot off fireworks into the sky and celebrate America on July 4th.
0: But at the same time, firecrackers also explode. But they're not as cool as fireworks. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna keep saying firecrackers. You don't go Whether look at the. Like you don't go not. watch the Macy's firecracker display. All right, you watch <laughs> nah. the Macy's fireworks. Firecrackers display. are not. Yeah, you're right. But they're like. Well, it's the
1: fireworks. Someone's
0: calling me right now. All right, so uh, let's let's get to this. Let's get to it. Michael, why don't you start? I'll start. With your first
1: guy. Since I'm sure Jason's a little too depressed to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll go last. I out here. <laughs> My first fireworks guy is a guy who's going to be a first-round pick next season. Someone I'm hitting the table for for every single league in the second round this year. It's Juju Smith-Schuster. I've been a big fan of his all offseason. Someone I'm going to try to get, like I said, every time in the second round. If I could get like the fourth, fifth, sixth pick and get one of the running backs, the Zeke, uh, well, Zeke and Barkley probably aren't falling, but if I can get like a, a Kamara mainly, he's the only one who, who is falling to like five, six sometimes. Cause the guys like Nuke or Devontae Adams. If I get Kamara and Juju to start a draft, which I did in one of our mocks, I'd be set for life. But as I've said about Juju in the past, look, Antonio Brown's gone. He's been a top five receiver every single season since 2013, multiple wide receiver one overall finishes. He averaged 1,524 yards. And 11 touchdowns a year when he was on Pittsburgh. That's uh, Antonio Brown I'm talking about. A.B.'s gone. There's a ridiculous amount of work to be picked up by the other receivers. They brought in Dante Moncrief, but that's about it in the passing game. (coughs) uh, Juju put up 900 yards his rookie season, and and he wasn't even starting in the beginning of the year. Then 1,400 last year with seven touchdowns as a 22-year-old sophomore, which is absolutely nuts. He's going 100, 1,610 this season. Been on record saying that Juju is my guy in the second round, so I think he's going to explode into the first round next season. It's Juju season, folks. How about we call the? So we have fireworks. The players. What about the firecrackers? We'll just shoot out some projections. What are you talking about? Just some off the top projections for the players. All right, go ahead. That sounds like a terrible idea. I'll crack. I'll crack at Juju though. I'm
0: gonna go fourteen hundred and nine.
1: What's yours, Michael? I know you. One hundred sixteen
0: hundred and ten. Let's go eighty-five, sixty, fourteen hundred nine. No, no, let's go ninety, fourteen hundred nine.
1: He did have a hundred eleven
0: receptions 50 last eight.
1: season. Um, no, nah, that's too low. That's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
0: yeah, I, I love. The, I have a little fact about Juju. Juju's real name. Do you know what his first name is for real? John, right? Or John. Something? Yeah. His name is Juju Smith Schuster, one of the most exotic names in the world. When really his name is just John Smith. Yeah. He's just like a John Smith.
1: The Schuster, he is like his stepdad or something, right? He adopted it, something of that sort. And then his like grandma called him Juju. It's like some crazy story. Yeah, I went from John Smith to Juju Smith Schuster. Yep. Well, it's way more fun now. Yeah, way way more fun.
0: Uh, another guy's gonna have a lot of fun this season. Yeah, that's right. Chicka 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 chicka. Troops troops. That's right. I'm going to scream this from the mountaintops. I said this on VM. If you guys don't listen to VM, follow at Veterans Minimum. It's a more general sports conversation. Uh, The NFL, shall we talk about the NFL, obviously? Brand me. The Mitch Trubisky guy. I want to be the Mitch Trubisky guy. Oh, my goodness. I am owning Mitch Trubisky as my quarterback in every single league. I am going to draft Mitch Trubisky in the Scott Fish League as my second quarterback that I could super flex. I am going to. You're going to have to
1: take him in like a third round, then.
0: Fourth round, I'm anticipating. We'll I'm see. anticipating fourth round. Uh, if you if you have super flex, you probably have to take two quarterbacks in the Scott first Fish four Bowl rounds. Scott
1: Fishbowl starts in, a,
0: in, a, in week. a week. Facts, facts, facts. So, uh, Mitch Trubisky, what, what can I say from this guy? First of all, he gets better as the game goes on. Last year, he got better as the year went on. The last time we saw Mitch Trubisky play, he led a game-winning drive that his kicker couldn't finish. Uh, Plunk right off the side of the a 41-yard field goal with two throws on that drive that were all-star. Last year, he ran with the best of them. Now, look, I had a lot of Mitch Trubisky shares last year, so I went and I dove deep into Mitch Trubisky. This guy is not Aaron Rodgers, Alex Smith mobile. This guy is, well, no one's Lamar Jackson, but this guy is Lamar Jackson mobile. This guy is Baker Mayfield mobile. This guy is whoever you could think of as a mobile quarterback using his legs as a as a weapon Cam Newton mobile
1: he is that type of mobile you just said a lot of different types of mobile Cam Newton big he'll run you over Lamar Jackson shifty Baker Mayfield more of a pocket uh runner i'm glad you said that because he can make
0: room he can, he can do can it all is what he's trying to say <laughs> he can't he's bigger than most guys and He could shift away. There was times regularly last year where they had a spy on him, and he beat the spy for a first down. There were multiple, uh, multiple times he did that. So, I want to own Mitch Trubisky everywhere. I think the Bears offense is ready to take the next step. One of the next guys I have, Anthony Miller. I think that he's ready to make take the next step. I really think that this Bears offense could be great. I actually have three Bears on my list today. I'm very high on the Bears. So uh, Jeez, w- I'll, I'll be talking more about the Bears offense in a second. But I'm going to pass it to Jason now. But what do you guys think? You, I know Jason is a little higher than Michael on the Trubisky I like Trubisky train. this Look, year. man,
1: Trubisky, yes, he's a decent fantasy asset. He's a solid fantasy asset at the QB's position, especially in two QB leagues and in one QB leagues because of his rushing ability. But the dude is not a talented pass catcher. I mean, excuse me, pass thrower he's not a talented quarterback i
0: I disagree with that i don't Uh, look there's there's another thing you have to remember about Mitch Trubisky. he was a one-year starter in north carolina he came into a john fox system that was legitimately ancient and then last year was his first time in a good system he's being carried by his defense man i mean you you can say that but nothing proved that last year there was nothing that that he
1: did not make he made way more bad throws than he did good throws but when he's it was clutch time, guy. but
0: when it was clutch time when they needed him, he came up bigger in bigger moments. It's not always gonna be clutch time. It's not, but I um t- I want that guy. I want that guy who's going into the fourth quarter with twelve fantasy points and ends with twenty two.
1: I want well, that guy. you guys know how I feel about my Trubisky. I, I mean think I think Trubisky is Josh Allen's rushing upside, but with the offense I could actually perform. Yeah, so fantasy. Why why like sure. Fantasy wise, he's he has be, Matt Nagy. That's he the could important easily important. be top twelve if he stays healthy.
0: Well, there you go. That's what we're talking about here, right?
1: Uh, Jason, who's your first guy? So, since we're all going with guys people know we like already, uh, I'll keep the trend going, and my first explosion firework is Damian Williams. D-Will, baby, Who pound the table. It? So many people are on the D-Williams chain now. It's, it's really not, though. So There's so still a lot D-well of hate haters. out there, but there are some people, like Field Yates today said, my breakout star is Damian Williams. I quote to you today and said, should have joined the club seven months ago, dog. But, uh. Look, Kareem Hunt was a running back four in 2017. He was a top five running back in the first 11 weeks of 2018. And then Damian Williams takes over and just does exactly what Kareem Hunt does. He was a starter for five games. He had at least 10 rushing attempts in all those games. He had at least six targets in every game but one. He scored a touchdown in every game. In fact, he had eight touchdowns in those five games. Uh... Patrick Mahomes had the most valuable throw last season if you go to true uh, true throw values on brodofantasy.com. Patrick Mahomes had the most valuable throw last week so uh, last season. 6 targets from Patrick Mahomes every game is not something you just sneeze at. And then people compare, "Oh yeah, but he was a UDFA. Cream Hunt was a third round pick. Look at their workout metrics." Damien Williams was better than Cream Hunt in everything. Cream Hunt had more bench presses, but Damien Williams ran a faster 40, had a better shuttle agility. Damien Williams was a better athlete at the Combine. And I don't put a lot of stuff into the Combine, but don't tell me that he's not going to succeed just because he's a UDFA and Cremont was a third-round pick. Which means undrafted free Arian agent. Foster was a UDFA. Exactly. And then if you look at what they did this se- offseason, they extended Damien Williams, two years, $8 million. Decent deal. For a running back, that's s- Exactly. And you don't want to break the bank on a running back. That's starter money. That's enough of it, at least. Because who do they bring in? Carlos Hyde, who has been one of the, the worst... Of- Catching backs in the league a 5-8 sixth round scat back who's getting who gets some comparisons to Terry Cohen some to Philip Lindsay. Nobody really knows who he is. The deal is that he's a sixth round rookie so he's not really going to do anything. And then there was the UDFA everyone's favorite UDFA. I don't even remember his name anymore because he was already released Williams right. Something Dexter well, Williams? Was no, it? no, no, it was, no. That's the fact. I don't know. I don't was remember released, his name because he mean. was already released. And I was trying to tell everyone he doesn't mean anything. You don't need him on your team. All those guys are jokes. Damien's, Damien Williams show. It's an Andy Reid offense. That's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I love True. it. I love it. I, I, like,
0: I like the guy. What can I tell you? I, I, I can't. I wish his ADP I'm stayed the in like
1: the fourth, fifth round range as it was earlier in the year. Michael, who's your second guy? I have no idea how it was that low. My second guy, I'm staying in the... Early third round window. My next two guys are a uh, much deeper dives, but this guy I'm also trying to get uh, in the early third in all my leagues. It's T. Y. Hilton. If I could start a draft of Kamara, Juju, and T. Y. Hilton, just I'll win millions this year, folks. But look, T. <laughs> y. Hilton. Time getting Juju in that spot. Last season that. he only caught 76 of 120 targets, so there's a lot of room to improve in that aspect. And he had 1,270 yards and six touchdowns in 14 games. Uh, yes, he missed two games, but he's not injury prone really in five years. He's never really he's never missed more than two games. I think he's going to be a juju light version this season. Uh, not quite 100, 1,610, but I, I see him going around nine, uh, 90, 1,500, and like eight. Uh, 90 receptions would be one less than his career high, so he's done it before. 1,500 yards would be 50 more than his career high as well, and then the eight touchdowns will be a career high. His previous career high is seven. Why do I expect such a big season at T.Y. Hilton? The Colts are bringing back their entire offensive line for a second straight year, which never really happens in today's NFL. Andrew Luck came back last season with a vengeance and was a beast, and uh, now he's fully healthy, and he's having the whole offseason to continue working with his team. They're getting Jack Doyle back. They got Paris Campbell, and you might think these additions are not good for T.Y. because more pass casting options, but it's also a larger... More players to cover because last season the Colts never didn't really have any weapons outside of T.Y. and Eric Ebron. They had guys like Chester Rogers and uh, Dontrell Inman late in the season who were trying to step up but they couldn't. Now they have serious uh, weapons there with Devin Funchess, Paris Campbell, and Jack Doyle being healthy again too, which I think helps T.Y. and he Andrew Luck's gonna have a bunch of time to throw. T.Y. averages 16 yards per reception his career, so he lives off large chunk plays. The longer Andrew Luck has to throw the longer Ty Hilton gets to outrun his opponent, I think he has a huge season this year.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I just got some sad news. I just, uh, not to 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 piggyback it with that, but Jared Lorenzen died.
1: Yeah, remember that. the hefty lefty. Sad, sad <sighs> week in sports, man. Man,
0: thirty eight years old. Or yeah. RIP
1: to Tyler Skaggs. That should is... yeah, man. We'd be remiss to say that you know? even over a football show, but
0: yeah, I love Ty Hilton this year, man. I think he's a wide receiver and woman.
1: RIP to Jared Lorenzen. I'm not trying to
0: like. Yeah, him. no, yeah, both of them, man. It's it, it sucks because Jared Lorenzen. Imagine being that fat and still kind of succeeding at quarterback. If you
1: don't know who Jared Lorenzen is, look it up. Hefty lefty, well worth it.
0: Yeah, he's. Uh,
1: he was entertaining.
0: But uh, the show must go on, and we will continue to go on. And one of the guys that I want to talk about as a breakout candidate or a firework, as Michael wants to put it. There you go. Anthony Miller, man. Look,
1: Anthony Miller, they're rookie wide receiver. You're not a little scared by the fact that he caught so many touchdowns on limited opportunities? I'm actually opposite of that.
0: Like, he caught so many touchdowns because he is shifty as fuck. And he has a... Really, 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 really good situation. I don't know what the, the word I'm I'm looking for, but he he's very good at getting open in tight situations. He has a he's really good acumen for it. That's the word I'm talking about. And you saw that in those red zone situations, they were comfortable going to him. And yes, he had a lot of touchdowns last year. I think those continue. I think that he's a red zone threat. I think when you when you look at what his what his overall body of work is, he's not the fastest dude. Um, He's not the biggest dude, but he runs fantastic routes. Matt Harmon's perception reception uh, that I talk about on the show a lot had him open a ridiculous amount of the time. He was in the top three. I'm going to talk about another receiver actually in a little while that was actually in the top three as well, which you might not have known. But he was, a top, he was top three at one point in – getting open in general. On top of that, he's in an offense that is now in the second year under Matt Nagy. On top of that, he's in his second year. Wide receivers tend to explode in their second year. Uh the really the the I mean common knowledge is that wide receivers explode in their third year. It's actually the second year if you look at the numbers. I just think he's ready for a breakout. I don't think Allen Robinson is long for that number one spot in Chicago. I think Anthony Miller's gonna take it over and I think that we're gonna see a big year at him.
1: Yeah, uh, Anthony Miller's a guy I like this year, too, just because of the ADP. He's not someone – I'm not expecting, like, this huge breakout just because, like I said, I'm not a big Mitch Trubisky fan as an actual thrower, so I don't see him really being able to create this stud wide receiver one. But I could easily see Anthony Miller ending in the top 24 if he grows from last season, stays healthy, if Mitch Trubisky stays healthy. And, yeah, if he keeps up the red zone potential. But he uh, he was highly effective when he was healthy last season. It's going to be very reliant on Trubisky. Yeah, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson's going pretty late in drafts too. He just, I think it's because he's so boring now, and yeah. I, I don't really expect him to have like this huge season either. So I do think Anthony Miller has the opportunity to take that step up. All right, I'm up. I'm going wide receiver, 49ers, Dante Pettis. Uh, this is someone that I've. I almost chose him, too, Interesting I'll that I've uh, grown more fond I'm, of. I'm like 50-50 on him this year. I mean, I, I don't know how to
0: how to trust Jimmy Garoppolo yet. Tell me why I should trust him. Uh, I just think
1: is a really good quarterback. I'll give you reasons why I like Pettis. And yeah, Garoppolo Pettis, I mean, not Garoppolo. Yeah. 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 I mean, last season with Garoppolo, Pettis had three catches for 96 yards and a touchdown in two games, and he was barely playing. So he was already being used in open space, down the field, stuff of that sort. They want to get him in for big plays. At the end of the season, he averaged 17 yards per catch. So he was a player that made an impact when he was touching the ball. If you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, in the three games that he played, he had the same true throw value as Deshaun Watson, eighth in the league. So he had the eighth most valuable throw last season. Uh, if the, that carries over into this season, that's someone you want to, As a quarterback, I like Garoppolo as a late-round pick. And you also want his weapons. Garoppolo does need to improve in the red zone, though. But that's a whole other story. And then people look at the weapons that the Niners added. All right, they added a bunch of running backs. Fine. That doesn't really affect Pettis. They drafted Debo Samuel. They drafted Jalen Hurd. But if you look at the rest of their depth chart, Jalen Hurd's barely a real wide receiver. He's like a running back, tight end, wide receiver hybrid. Marquise Goodwin's never been healthy. Trent Taylor's an average player. There's Kendrick Bourne, Jordan Matthews. They brought in Debo Samuel to be the number two next to Dante Pettis. They want Dante Pettis to be the number one. He was a second-round pick the year before Debo Samuel. And if you look at Kyle Shanahan, Julio Jones was a clear number one in Atlanta. George Kittle was a clear number one last season. Shanahan knows how to find the player he wants to use and make that guy his number one. Uh, When Garoppolo was healthy and Pettis was healthy, Kittle wasn't necessarily that same player under them. Uh, That could be a lot to do with Garoppolo or just Shanahan changing his offense. The point is that Shanahan likes to use his number one guy. Even if you go to the 2014 Browns before Atlanta, people forget that he was the offensive coordinator for the Browns at one point. Andrew Hawkins had 112 targets, 824 yards, and two touchdowns. Andrew Hawkins was the de facto wide receiver one there, and he got 112 looks and actually did some stuff with it. Dante Pettis is probably going to be better. He probably has a better quarterback. Uh, I think that Pettis has explosion potential. I remember Andrew Hawkins. That was a interesting time. That was not one of the <laughs> proudest Browns moments. No. Well,
0: there's been a lot of not proud Browns moments in the past. <laughs> I don't know if you know that.
1: All I remember Baker. is Baker season, all right? Now the Browns are a storied franchise. Season like S-Z-N? <laughs> S-Z-N. Hashtag S-Z-N. Baker season. You guys
0: are the whitest people on earth. When, <coughs> when the
1: uh, when the Browns win thirteen games this year, the headline is gonna read a baker's dozen.
0: You said Bears. I
1: said the Browns. Bears I said that last year. taking my joke Bears? from last year, bro. Oh. Michael, you're you up. I think next. I remember it was a year ago, child. I'm up next. Here's where I dive a little deeper to the QB25. You guys want to take a guess who the QB25 is? Josh Allen? No. Mm. Oh, I know who this is, so I'm not going to say it. Well, then, Jason just doesn't like to have fun today and likes to give things away. I don't want to give it away. You already gave away the fucking New Orleans, all right? (laughs) Don't. (laughs) 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 It's not Drew Brees I'm talking about. Sam Darnold, and this is not a Jet Homer talking, all right? This is a Jet Homer talking, but this is not a Jet Homer talking (laughs) fantasy wise. Sophomore QBs have had a lot of success recently. Uh, we've seen Carson Wentz go from a dud to a stud. Same with Jared Goff, Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes is different because he didn't. He only played Week Seventeen his first season, but last season, obviously, he was the QB one. He was an absolute stud. That was his sophomore season, folks. Seeing guys like Jameis Winston also play well s- second season. Now the Jets, the Jets for the first time in a while have some upside. They have now they have Le'Veon Bell, one of the most dynamic running backs in the league. Robbie Anderson, who can outrun. Basically, anyone in the league besides maybe Marquise Goodwin, who just won a million dollars yeah. in a race right. off. Wasn't Robbie Anderson in that race? I said everyone except Robbie Anderson. You just said to get out of everyone. Marquise Goodwin. I said except Marquise Goodwin. Fuck off. Except Marquise Goodwin. And now you got Jamison Crowder coming out the slot, which moves Quincy and Nunwa to literally move around to even line up in the slot, move up, tighten the formation, move outside. Nunua could literally do everything. He's a ginormous beast. Uh, Chris Herndon was a very pleasant surprise for the Jets last season. He's solid tight end. He's going to be suspended for two games apparently, but it's all right. Darnold will live. Sam Darnold was a top-five quarterback the last four games of last season in true throw value on BrodoFantasy.com. Check that out, proprietary stat. You already know what it is. And now he is going to carry that over. And that was after an injury, too, where he sat for a couple games, watched Josh McCown. He came back, and he was a stud and a half. Mahomes went from nothing to number one overall. Carson Wentz went from 24th overall to 5th. Jared Goff went from 37th overall to 12th. The second-year quarterback is where you put your money. Mitch Trubisky went from 28th to 15th last season, and he was only 15th because he missed time. He was way better than that in average points per game. He was a QB1 in average points per game. Darnold was a 26th quarterback last season. If he jumps up into the top 12 quarterbacks this year, do not be shocked. I'm gonna take a page out of the uh, Degeneration Pets handbook and go betting real quick, cause I think Sam Darnold is a great uh, value bet for MVP. His odds are so slim, and what you want to bet on is second-year quarterbacks. He is it younger year in year he out. He is younger than most. It's, it's, it's like you said. You
0: gave all the reasons why second-year quarterbacks are the are the play. <clears throat> you forgot to mention a improved offensive line as well. Uh, Kalichiu Simile comes over from the that Raiders, from nice Pro. So uh, it would be nice if we would have got Matt par- Paradise in the uh, Paradise. paradise. Par- is, is, isn't it Paradis? Paradis? Well, mean, Paradise? Paradise. Well, you literally said Paradise. Did I?
1: Five yeah. no. seconds to Paradise. That would have been nice. Three, three seconds. What is it? Not seconds. Three minutes to Pat. No man got. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Tell me seconds. <laughs> Three <laughs> minutes to paradise <laughs> oh, I got three minutes Until I tell you this uh, next guy Hold on What is it Alright I'm gonna I'm just keep singing it Until I get it Yo I got like Flem uh, You ever see like it? It's crazy. like the episode Of The Office Where Andy Bernard Can't get the Kit Kat bar song Give me a break of that What does he say The cat uh, The uh, Fancy feast <laughs> Two tickets to paradise Well is, that's two why tickets There you go three Fuck minutes. it I said eight
0: seconds <laughs> Only got four minutes To save the world on All right, so another guy who is another bear. I'm going to finish my trifecta of bears. Guys, I can't
1: help it. I love David Montgomery. Yep, yeah, don't do it, folks. I love him. You're drafting a running back in, like, the fourth round who has competition and is not going to be on the floor on third downs on I'm the field. To, I'm going to have to side with Tim here. Um, Look, Jordan Howard wasn't that bad last year. Jordan Howard was fantastic. Yeah,
0: And, look, well, think about when Matt. Think about when Matt Nagy was in the Chiefs system, right? Who did Matt Nagy have as his running back?
1: Priest Holmes. Go ahead, Michael.
0: No, Kareem Hunt.
1: Oh, Kareem Hunt. He had Kareem, Kareem Hunt way further back.
0: People are are comparing David Montgomery to Kareem Hunt. Guess what his Guess what his um his coach is saying. Yeah, I like that comparison. His coach also said, "It's so nice to have a three down running back in the game now." Spencer Ware, when he came in the game for the Chiefs, was always good. Uh, Damian Williams, when he came into to the game, he was good, right? These are guys that play behind Kareem Hunt. Yes, Tariq Cohen is behind him. Yes, Mike Davis is behind him. But Tariq Cohen is more of a gadget player. And if, and if uh, David Montgomery is on the field for two out of every three drives, that's a workhorse back in 2019. I want every single piece of that. I want it all. He's playing behind a great offensive line that was one of the better offensive lines ranked in uh, in PFF last year. One of the best left tackles in the game, Jared Leto, right? And then you and then you have a, an offense around him that can misdirection and keep defenses sleeping. You have the ability to catch the ball, which he says he's very confident. He's wowed people in training camp right now. The, all the beat writers are saying he's the person that has impressed the most of anyone in camp. That's a guy to get excited about. That's a guy that I he, there's not much competition in front of him. Yeah, Mike Davis got signed. That was early in the offseason. It was to a cheap contract. Yes, Tariq Cohen is there, but he's a one-dimensional back. David Montgomery will be the workhorse there, and I love him this season. I think he's going to pop off. I think he'll be in that conversation for first-round pick next year by the end of the year.
1: I'm a little wary Certainly on the possibility. It's also a possibility that he has a Jordan Howard-esque season, and you don't want that I don't out think of a fourth-rounder.
0: I don't think it is. I really don't. I mean, I mean, last year, Michael. I know we got burned last year, but last year at this time, you, me, and and Jason were all on the Jordan Howard bandwagon. Jordan Howard in the third quarter last
1: season, eleven hundred yards, nine touchdowns. Like, if you get that out of your fourth round pick, it's not the worst thing in the world. I, I'd take. I'm taking that every time.
0: Yeah. And that's his floor. Without any catches, and
1: he didn't really play that much. Maybe like we at the should, end of the season. Uh, start drafting David Montgomery, folks. <laughs> <laughs> People, oh, did we forget? just change Michael's mind? Time out. We need to hold on. Stop the presses. I
0: mean, Michael I have just a very co-
1: open mind in fantasy. You
0: don't like being, You don't ever admit
1: you're wrong. You're bugging. You're talking about yourself bro. to us.
0: You never admit you're wrong to
1: us. <laughs> I didn't say I'm wrong. I said I might have to reconsider this. Right. Well, I just, shut up. His price tag is a little high for me. All his right. price tag is a little. high. I'll go someone, um. Who's not as expensive. Really? That's why I'm going with this person here. He's not as expensive. Devin Singletary. Yo. Getting drafted behind David Montgomery. Yo. Miles hey, Sanders. You. Josh Jacobs, obviously. I'm all about this, season. Alexander Madison. Damian Harris. Go on and on. But who really has the best opportunity? <laughs> Singletary. The young guy. Singletary might have a case for best opportunity. Maybe not over Montgomery or Jacobs. He might have a case. Sanders has power if he he doesn't come back. Smallwood Adams, all those guys. Madison's behind Cook. You're just hoping for an injury. Yeah. Damian Harris is a patriot. Facts. Devin Singletary, who's he behind? LaShawn McCoy. Who may very well get cut. He's 31. I'm basing this a lot off of also the fact that I think the Bills suck. Frank Gore, who's thirty one So the Euro. Bills go 2-5. and five. They're like the, the media darlings right now. Guys. I know. They're idiots. The Bills go 2-5. and Lashawn McGoy gets cut, maybe. Traded. They just stop playing him. He could even get cut before the season starts. Save some money. Who's behind him? Frank Gore. All right. Uncle Frank. <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll get a few carries every game. And then they signed TJ Yeldon, a very reliable backup. But is he really someone that's going to hold off an exciting young rookie if Buffalo needs some excitement in their offense after they realize Josh Allen can't throw? I mean, Singletary's not going to catch passes. I think that's what TJ Yeldon's there's for. He doesn't need to catch passes. His his nickname was Motor at Florida Atlantic. He's 5'7", but he had 32 rushing touchdowns in one season. He was second in missed tackles for us, number two in breakaway yards. Holy shit! Thirty-two touchdowns Should've in one, Timmy's season. Face one season, to season in 2017. Touchdown. Yeah, last year he had 22. Oh, screw scrub. that one off. <laughs> <laughs> what a scrub! I'm just looking at an opportunity here, and Singletary has a chance to explode, and Decent he's free. He's in draft stock as well. Third Three. round, I believe. Third round pick. Yes. In. Oh. What's it there? Oh, I thought you
0: meant ADP third round. No, like, he's going. Who the fuck is taking no, Devin NFL.
1: Yeah, Devin Singletary is one of those guys who's being completely overlooked. And the yeah. Bills are a run-first offense as well. Yeah, facts. So, move McCoy. Get out of the way, Alden, Uncle Frank, you could stay for a drink. Devin Singletary. If you like small.
0: Mark Ingram this year,
1: that should be the exact Justice reason. Justice Hill, another guy. Getting a lot of love. No one wants
0: to talk about Singletary. Yeah. that
1: the That's
0: the exact reason. That you should also like Singletary yeah, because he yo is. he's already splitting first team reps with Frank Gore and LaShawn McCoy in camp.
1: Especially if you're in a exactly,
0: Yeldon's just there to be a reliable backup. Especially if he's you're gonna in like be the third a, pass catcher. He'll be the third down back. I, that's what I think his role that's is. What I think too. That's but what if, his role was in Jacksonville.
1: If you're in like a old school standard, no half PPR, no full PPR, Singletary's a definitely someone you should get in the later round.
0: Even in PPR, like I do think that. Sometimes people who don't catch the ball get a little undervalued in PPR. Running backs are still worth one point per 10 yards and six points for touchdowns. Yeah, it's just that
1: in the beginning it makes sense. Like, you want to get Kamara over, I don't know, that's not a good example. Damien Williams over Derrick Henry, for example, in PPR. Because Damien Williams is going to catch passes. Standard? Maybe not. I don't know. But people overrate it in the back end. Like, you're not starting Duke Johnson, over Devin Singletary, if Singletary gets the job, I think people, like you said, sometimes they just overreact about PPR. Sometimes, and it also sometimes.
0: be wary about where you're getting your information from because we were arguing with someone online recently at Broto Fantasy on Twitter. By the way, that if if Kareem Hunt gets suspended for the year, that he he's still staying away from Nick Chubb because of Duke oh, Johnson.
1: Tell me about it.
0: There's there's people out there that will tell you that. So be wary. See, did of you
1: that. see that shit? Yeah, I was yeah. <laughs> I was at work, I took my break, I went on brodo. I was like, And he was being condescending
0: about at the same time. It's it, the worst thing about Twitter is people are are condescending and wrong at the same time. It is it's the worst. Always. Yeah. Tis life.
1: Always wrong, especially when they're talking to us.
0: <laughs> Tis life, folks. <laughs> Yo, honestly, if you're it being a fantasy expert is like a rapper, if you don't think you're the best, then why are you in the industry? We think we're the best. Friendship. We know we're the best. Michael, tell these people why why you're the best.
1: Lastly. Someone who's going to go undrafted in nearly every single league except maybe two tight end leagues. <clears throat> or tight end premium leagues, but he'll probably go unlike unlikely to be drafted there too. It's Mike Kosicki. Whoa. Brian Flores. Michael. I like that oh, a lot. You know, okay, That's a name that man. I
0: that like at this point of the year you forget about. <laughs> yo, it's a lot the yo, second year tight ends too. That's yeah. like, the same thing as a receiver. George Kittle last year, second year
1: tight ends. Oh, no, right. Michael. I like that.
0: (laughs) I'm (laughs) intrigued right now. He just said a name. Brian
1: Flores is the new Miami head coach. Guess what his coaching tree was prior. New England. New England since 2004. Yeah, Literally New England, period. That's it. With Belichick, with Brady, with everyone in the ginormous winning central that is New England Patriots. Who'd they have for most of his tenure? Gronk. Aaron Hernandez for a little bit. Julian Edelman, James White, why the last two guys? Because they might have been on a different team, maybe wouldn't have played, but what do the Patriots do? They maximize potential. They find Danny their Woodhead. players. They Danny Woodhead did nothing besides when he was in New England. They find players that have a talent. They maximize that potential, and that is how they win year after year, no matter what. Kosicki was trash as a rookie last season. He had 22 receptions for 202 yards, no touchdowns. But as rookie tight ends often do, He struggled. He struggled. Yes, but that's what happens with rookie tight ends often. Don't forget he was a value draft pick. He went in the second round, early second, 42nd pick, I believe it was. He's 6'6". He runs a four five four forty. He's a 97th percentile spark athlete. He's an absolute freak of a human being on the football field. If Brian Flores comes to Miami and taps a little bit into Kosicki's potential as a true Patriot coach would, especially on a team in need of weapons for the new young QB of the future, Josh Rosen. Facts. Mike Kosicki could have that breakout season where you're like, wow, how didn't anyone call out this guy? And then, bam, you have a top 12 tight end, and you didn't have to draft. And then we can go back to—we can be like, hey, listen to this podcast from July. Michael nailed it. Probably my biggest firework. He, he has it's firework potential.
0: Uh, we drafted Kosicki last year in our best ball draft. And we we didn't we didn't have all the information on well that was rookie tight. It no, was like our that last. That was did. the last pick of last like twenty eight
1: rounds or something. Yeah, we that took was a, a dart chance. Throw. We, also we also weren't as educated on rookie tight ends. Salton Albert Wilson. I like Albert Wilson. Uh, he he's a super dynamic wide receiver as well. If he could get the ball in his hands quick, he could make some noise. I think he's a great late round flyer as well. Late round flyer. A lot of people are. Two tickets. A lot of people are.
0: Are on that bandwagon as well lately. I've been noticing.
1: Albert Wilson. Yeah. He's gaining more traction. And he's very talented. He is. He's a burner. Some people are getting a little nuts with it. That's why I asked Michael. I'd yeah. rather get some. I don't know. I know Jason's not a big fan. I'd love me some Curtis Samuel late. He's.
0: He, I feel like he's one of those guys where I f- if I can get him at a at a premium value. But he's I'll one of those
1: guys him. who is a stud in the Matt Harmon reception perception. Mm. He's one of the best and. He's ridiculously young still, even though it's third year. Yeah, he's younger than like half the wide receivers that were drafted this season.
0: And he's from the Bronx, so you know he's gonna. You bowl. know who's
1: not getting enough love. David
0: Moore. David from Moore Seattle. is interesting,
1: but Schottenheimer is, You know, you and know also, how I feel about
0: that. Also, DK Metcalf, if he, if he, you know, does what he's supposed to do, and is the he's guy that people are saying he is. He's a rook. Remember how much hate David I got? Moore was a touchdown catcher. Well, how last much hate year. you guys
1: were giving me about Russell Wilson last season? Well, not you guys, but when I was yeah, saying that. He was like the 10th quarterback. He was like the 12th QB. I want to hear this. He's going to be even worse. Right. Yo,
0: guys, speaking about Russell Wilson, actually, I have this little stat that I forgot to say during my Trubisky argument that I really want to bring up. Go uh, I want you to. This is Russell Wilson's Super Bowl year. The year that, yeah, he was carried by the Legion of Boom, but he was also Russell Wilson. 13-3, 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 3,100 yards, 64% completion percentage, 100 quarterback rating. Missed Trubisky season last year. Eleven and free three, twenty four touchdowns, twelve interceptions, thirty two hundred yards, sixty six percent completion percentage, ninety five point four quarterback rating. I wanna two know. Two fewer what two fewer games.
1: I want to know what his yards per attempt were. Both of them. The Wapp Well he played two
0: he fewer games, so I'm guessing that Russell Wilson threw the ball Michael, a bit more.
1: Are you a fan yards of Yards per attempt?
0: You wanna look that up while I say the next guy?
1: What do you want? I was gonna make a bad joke. I'm I'm say, a are you huge. a fan of YPA or IPA? I'm a huge yards per attempt guy. What would you prefer? Yards for uh, attempt. What player?
0: Mitch Trubisky and, and um, Russ. Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl year. I think that was 17. Um, while Jason's looking that up, I'm gonna go on to my last guy. My I, I like MVS, man. I know that I was Marquez. I was on the Scanling. Scanling. I was on the Equanimius St. Brown bandwagon. Uh, but yo, there's only so much you could do when the dude's not performing the way you thought he was going to. Marquez Valdez Scanling, on the other hand, went from an afterthought that people thought that Aaron Rodgers was just kind of ignoring him, to Aaron Rodgers said himself that MVS is having a fantastic spring. All of a sudden, he moves up, and he's starting to play in those Ger- Geronimo Allison role, the number two receiver in two wide receiver sets. And people are like, oh, well, that means a lot for Geronimo Allison. Well, outside of one Randall Cobb season, the slot receiver in Green Bay isn't really that productive. Do you know who is productive? The number two receiver. Devontae Adams had all those good seasons as the number one, t- number two receiver. When Devontae Adams wasn't there, James Jones caught mad touchdowns as the number two receiver in Green Bay. <laughs> number two receivers in Green Bay is prosper. On top of that, last year, Marcus Val- M.V.S., Marquez Valdez-Scantling, created a separation on 70.3% of his targets, according to PPF. That's top three amongst receivers with at least 50 targets. PFF. PFF, what I say? PPF. Oh, <laughs>
1: put Paul focus.
0: <laughs> Yo, 70% of the time he was open. Now, a lot of that could have been... Uh, people are saying that he was kind of in the doghouse for Aaron Rodgers, but he doesn't seem to be in that doghouse anymore. I think if MVS is given a clear shake, in which I think that you're seeing now he is, I think MVS is a breakout candidate this year, kind of like what Devontae Adams was three, f- two, three years ago before he was the number one receiver in Green Bay.
1: I mean, whoever the number two is there... Is a steal. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers has proven to carry two receivers
0: very often. Sometimes three. Yeah. That Remember year that Cobb was good, Devontae Adams was good too.
1: Yeah, and that, what was it? Jordy Nelson. There was a year where they had two top 10 wide receivers, which is absolutely nuts. Yeah. So I got the numbers here. What year do we want to know about Russell Wilson? Or should I just mention his career? 17? The no, the year they won the Super The year Bowl. they won the Super Bowl? I don't think it was 17.
0: 17. Yeah, there it is again. My number dyslexia, bro
1: twenty
0: yeah, it's 2014. Seven, I, sevens and fours, I confuse them. I told you, 17 was kid.
1: way too recent. That's two years ago. Yeah. All right. I I mean, basically, his yards per attempt over his career is 7.9. His air yards per attempt is 8.2. It varies throughout, like, in 2013. 8.2 and 8.5. 2014, 7.7, 7.9. What about Mitch? Last year, 8.1, 9.0, which is good. That's Mitch? No. no, no. Mitch, last year. Decent, not on the same level. Seven point four, seven point three. Good though. His yards per attempt is more than his air yards per attempt. Yeah, that's very weird. How does that doesn't make any sense. Both years of his career. Yeah, I mean, not bad, but not as good as Russell. So Lewis. that that what it, does that does area yards per attempt counter in like the back like the screen passes as like negative yards or some shit? Passing yards plus twenty times passing touchdowns minus forty five times interceptions divided by passes attempted is the formula. <laughs> You want to do the math real quick? I knew that. Uh, Jason, who's your
0: last guy so we can fire crack our way out of here?
1: Firework, man.
0: Firework. Pissing me off. My last you know, guy. Speaking of work, me and Jason put that work in in tennis. Work. Today. Doubles. Champions out of her. Michael's, Michael's
1: jealous because he had work. We started playing tennis as a form of cardio, and it's a great way to. Great way to have cardio. Great way to do Yeah, cardio. great way to cardio. It is a ton
0: of fun. A lot of fun. I've lost like four pounds this week just because I've been playing so much tennis.
1: It's great. Not anys. Um, Kiki Cutie. Ah, what a cutie he Greater is. Greater than Tyler Boyd, am I right, guys? No, I don't played, know why you hate Tyler Boyd. Played five full games last season. Correct. In those games, he had fifty targets. DeAndre That's Hopkins had forty-seven. In five, in four of those five games, he had five, at least five targets. In four of the five games, so. Very good games. People talk about his 15-target game. That skews the numbers. No, it's a fucking game where he had 15 targets. True. He still had at least five targets in four of the five games, so fuck your skewing numbers. Whoa. You're trying to skew them by saying that the 15 skews it. Whoa. People try to play with numbers and words on Twitter sometimes, and it's like, no. Just just no, you're not doing it correctly. I had to get that out of there. It's just pissed me off. He scored 86 full PPR points in those five games. DeHop scored 100. Now, obviously, DeHop's the preferred play. Obviously, DeHop's going to get more love. The point being here that QT, when healthy, was a force to be reckoned with. Deshaun Watson also threw deep a lot less last season after he got injured, which was towards the end of uh, about the last 12 weeks of the season. That plays into QT's slot, short, uh, intermediate route role. And if you look at Deshaun Watson, he was 8th in true throw value last season. QT if you look at true target value was nineteenth. That makes him a rock solid wide receiver too. At a super cheap price. Really, the greatest availability is the greatest ability is availability. It goes back to that saying. If he's healthy, he's gonna put up numbers. So he has a chance to explode. Yeah, I, I love I like me some uh Kiki QT as well. What's the update on Will Fuller? Kiki. Do you QT? Will, Fuller. Will so. Fuller is likely injured. Kidding, Texas but. pick up Will Fuller's option. Will Fuller is always no, hurt. he's fine. He just, they expect him
0: to be ready for week one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's just, how does I how does the Q-T. health of Will Fuller because Will Fuller talking about a guy who is, who when he's in the game is fantastic. Will Fuller that's is that just, guy. That's
1: just something I'm never going to buy into. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll never draft. I don't Will care what. All can, right, fine. I'm not. I'm not asking you about Will Fuller the player. How about this? How does when Will Fuller when Will Fuller is healthy on the field? How does that make you feel about
1: QT? You could argue it helps QT. Low followers extends Open, the field even more. field stretcher and QT and stays low. Facts. Okay. I like QT stay low, low. Low, low. I think
0: low, a, a, a shady uh, MVP candidate this year is Deshaun Watson. I really like Deshaun not Watson Not shady at this year. all.
1: I, I think that if, if he has all his weapons in place, watch out. He's going to get low, low. Cutie got them passes in the seams. Wow! All right, it's, a, it's yeah. about time we <laughs> end this. Horrible. Um, before we end though, I want I want good. I just want to take you guys into
0: some um, <laughs> just a couple of you know goings on around the league. Ezekiel Elliott said he won't get suspended. Yatzee, so, Zeke, baby. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Kareem Hunt, we we mentioned that before. Questioned by police, but no charges are being filed. Um, what do you guys think? I don't. He's he's definitely banned for the first eight games of the season. D- does this? Get you nervous about the rest this of the season? This guy
1: seems like a really bad person.
0: Ah. I mean, I've been in a bar fight before. Don't don't judge people just because they're in a bar fight.
1: He's on a lot of things. He's on a lot. Not just the bar fight. You're on thin ice already. Just be aware. That's true,
0: true. But sometimes people say things to you that you can't, you can't take. James Conner says that. He expects to be in a similar role as last year, which this podcast yeah. is all aboard the James Conner train. True that. Anyone yeah, who's yeah. telling you to not draft James Conner, that guy's
1: don't know. Well, yeah, I thought the last time James Conner said something, he said that Do you know how many people carries. How many people on Twitter right now? How many fantasy analysts I expect him to have a RBBC this year. No. Like we as if have. you have inside information. <laughs> About the Steelers going away from their recipe of success for the past 15 seasons. Maybe before that. Like, just look look in the mirror and say it to yourself. And see if you still believe it. Connor and D-Will are going to make people shit themselves this year. Um. With that,
0: uh, we are Straight off. Shit. Uh, happy 4th of July. Independence Day, baby. Uh, we will be back soon next pew, week. Pew, um, pew, pew. Before we go to New Orleans. We'll be back. Um... Now that I know that I'm going to New Orleans, thanks, Jay.
1: Come on, man. What? I, I was I was forgetting. This should not be part of the podcast. Jason, Timmy should not know about New Orleans. I will never let you forget this. Neither <laughs> I mean, will I. Beignets <laughs> and po' boys. <laughs> and if you know me, man, I would have been the last person you. And guess. jambalaya. Really I pride myself. Can't wait to eat some jambalaya, dude. I feel like it's because it's such a known secret, and you were going to find out next week. It was like kind on the back of my mind because, like, I pride myself. On being the best secret keeper on earth. Like when people tell me not to say anything to anyone, I don't.
0: You should pride yourself on being a fantasy analyst. Literally never.
1: You're way better at fantasy
0: analyzing (laughs) than than keeping secrets. That's why I'm so hurt because I don't do this. (laughs) Well, with that being said, I am your host, Tim Petropolis. You can find me at Tim Petropolis on all social media outlets, but only... If you're on real, real, real frisky. Jason, where can they find you? At Jason Petrop, at Michael At Mike underscore Patrop. You can find us all at BrodoFantasy.com on all social media outlets, but we're most active on Twitter. Come check us out there. We just gave out Bob Lung's Consistency Guide. To get Bob Lung's Consistency Guide, you can go to our website, BrodoFantasy.com. Click on the banner for 20% off of Bob Lung's Consistency Guide. If you don't know what that is, it's the guide that tells you how consistent a player was. So, for example... A guy like Derrick Henry, right? You may look at his overall stats and say he had a great year. Well, actually, he just heated up in the end of last year. Uh, another guy, Corey Davis, right? That's another guy that we, we love to talk about being uh, up and down. Mike Thomas, right? A lot of people are going to draft Mike Thomas as their wide receiver one. It might behoove you to know that half of Mike Thomas' games were considered Be-hooves. bus games, right? So you'll only know that with Bob Lung's consistency guide. So go brodofantasy.com, click the banner on top. off of Bob Long's consistency,
1: guys. And lastly, shout-out to Jeff McNeil, one of the best hitters in the league. What did he just do? He just hit a home Home run, though. (laughs) We're going to go watch Mets-Yankees. For the rest of you guys, see ya Later. Later.